Brisbane's better when you're listening to Stab Abby and Matt. Visit Brisbane City Council's website to find out how council is making Brisbane better too. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, podcasters. Abby's distracted by a snake on the TV. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I like snakes or not, because my son was going to get one. Mm. Now I feel a little bit little bit warm towards the cold-blooded animal, <laughs> but still not getting one. And Ellie is in with us today. Hello. Because Maddie is having a day off. How yes. do you feel about the snacky snacks? I love snakes. Ooh. Yeah, Dad was a ranger growing up, so we would have snakes, lizards coming home, all Ooh. sorts of was, animals and everything. It's the best. I was talking about your other love to someone, which is your love of flying. Oh, Plain now. nerd, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And how, like, so how, because you were completely petrified of planes. Correct. Mm-hmm. How many times had you flown before you became petrified or you always had been? I think about three or four times. And, and nothing then, happened bad? Uh, no, nothing bad at all on the flight itself. But I think my nana just traumatised me with stories, mm. okay. you know, from back in the day. And then, you know, there were security breaches with things going on, you know, yeah. terrorism and all that stuff. So mm. that really scared the crap out of me. Um, and it was to the point where we would cancel all of these flights. Right. Like my husband and I had booked trips overseas. For your honeymoon and you just didn't go? Anyway, uh, oh. Oh, no, we cancelled them prior to, so we'd still get yeah. the credit, thank God. But I think probably 10 flights I would have cancelled. Now I'm obsessed. <laughs> so how many hypnotherapy sessions did you have? Uh, I did three for the the flying, and then I did another one around because I was addicted to lollies. I'd be eating like three bags a day. Right. So I had lollies mm-hmm. and flying. Mm. Now I'm perfect. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, there's a lot of other things wrong. Uh, but yeah, that's, I highly, highly recommend if you want to give hypnotherapy a go, give it a crack. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I'm happy not being a plane nerd. No, 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 but well, it depends <laughs> what you want to go and do. Like if you wanted yeah. to stop smoking or anything like that, yeah. I think yeah. it's fascinating. Now they're doing, what's that? What's the weight loss drug? Ozempic. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're doing like the hypnotherapy to replace, like they're saying it's a, it's a, non-medication version of it mm. and all these hypnotists are like saying yeah we'll be able to do the same as the effects of the drug without having to take the drug yeah, right. here, I just saw in the background they're just showing footage of a plane crash but no I'm fine <laughs> 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 we don't want to trigger it again <sighs> to be fair that was a helicopter though, you know. well, okay. I just I think I'm fascinated by it because I didn't think you'd go the opposite way I thought you'd be okay on a flight mm. I didn't think you'd be like oh this is amazing yeah, yeah I absolutely love it to you know I'd love to learn how to fly a plane mm-hmm I yeah. think my husband's the same too. We're both real plane nerds. Like we go to Brisbane Airport and mm. we watch planes take off and land. <laughs> and I could be able to tell you the difference between a 767 and a 737 when they're flying through the air. Did you see Top Gun Maverick? Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, at the airport in general? Or? No, no, but it's just planes. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was frothing over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. would you go yeah. and do hypnotherapy for then? I or I, could you, I wonder if you could do it that you want to love something. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Because if someone's, um, I know a child that is going to see if they can get over a phobia of fruit. Mm. Fruit. Fruit, yeah. Wow. Can't stand fruit at all. Never been able to touch it. Not allowed mm. to see anyone eating it. Right. And the mum was like, I've just had enough. It's just easier for school lunches if I can get mm. her to like fruit. So mm. when they did my lolly hypnotherapy, yeah. the woman described the lollies as, now when I look at them, I associate them with being like, a horrendous texture and foul mm-hmm. taste in my mouth. So mm-hmm. now I'll just look at them. So I wonder if they'll do the same with the fruit, but they'll yeah. make it the opposite, opposite. and be like, this will be, so, yeah. give you superpowers. Like chocolate and cake. Mm. Bananas are our worst. Right. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. You know what else was interesting? Our show today. And here it is in its entirety for you. Oh, wait, we have to do clues as well for tomorrow morning. Yeah, we do it midway. We do, that we do it midway. Through. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Welcome, Shepherd. Australian group Shepherd. Stormed the charts. International success. Indie band Shepherd. Oh, hello, hello. Shepherd's here. Hey. 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 All right. Good to see you That's guys. Great. <laughs> we love Shepherd, don't we? We do. I mean, we have to. We see you every second week. Of course we oh, love no. you. It's, yeah. our, it's our second home in here. I even watched your um, Instagram. Of, it's a fantastic uh, compilation of your haircut, sir. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking to the girls for sure then. I uh, started to tune out. But no, I did have a a little bit of a... Because you know TikTok nowadays, it's what the music industry is based around. And you got to kind of create content constantly. Mm. It's, it's 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 fun, but it's also the bane of my existence. I thought it looked like you were in the chair for a while. Uh, it's about a three, four hour process. Yeah. And you got to try your, and condense it down to... This is your hair colour for your wedding. 
It will be, but yeah. I'll have to get it done again. It's about a oh yeah, no, I know that. But I just yeah. think that's like a big deal. Like that's the one that you commit to for photos. Correct. Yes. Yes. I uh, I'm very I'm very happy with the color. Uh, are yes. you asking him if he's sure about it? That's it, really, it really does sound. <laughs> like it's I'm double, forever. Double Is this thinking. You really want George, that are you happy with it? Well, I, I fear. I'm asking him. I was trying to work out because mum, it's how they do their hair these days. Okay. Yeah. I fear that if I'm, I went if back, he's happy. I'm happy. Jesus. If I went back to my normal hair, I'd just be like completely gray and uh, uh, you know. I, this what's keeping me youthful. I do love it, but I didn't know because I hadn't seen the video whether it was an experiment before you were going to lock in a colour. You just got to be careful with that purple shampoo, George, because you might end up with blue or purple hair for the wedding. Who has blue hair for their wedding? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah also hours and hours. Yeah. Like five hours and hours. Yeah. Anyway. You guys really love each other. And you know how I know this for sure? Because you all help each other move house. Oh, oh my god, that is true <laughs> love. You've been keeping up. That I yep. watch. I watch the stories love. on the um, <laughs> on the weekend. Because um, Amy, you you moved back in with the parents. I did. Lockie and I are kind of in limbo. We we moved out of our place. The apartment sold, and we're just like, okay, where are we going to go? Where do we want to live? What do we want to mm. buy? Do we want to rent? And you know, it was good when our washing right was now. done. Why don't we move back to that place? I yeah. know. So the we moved hole. down yeah. to yeah. one bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> moved down to one bedroom which was hectic so and we just had so much crap like i was looking around in my apartment and i was like oh we don't have that much stuff but when you actually start to move yeah. you're like the drawers are full every yeah. single drawer is full so we just did the cull and i got the troops on board to help clean up and yeah back into mums i'll be moving in a couple of months so oh. i will remember this oh, <laughs> so it wasn't a nice yeah. thing it was like even stevens yeah i might book like, my hair what what date george you need to return, Emma. Is there something coming? Because you you already there, so Amy's coming and, and taking all your thunder from home. I know, yeah. I, I never left home. Um, <laughs> it's great. And I also took Amy's room when she left. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you upgrade, yeah. Mm. No. Yeah, Sorry. so I don't get my room back, which is very sad because it's a bigger room oh, and it's got the ensuite. <laughs> I hope, is this finally the thing that breaks up the band? <laughs> it's been vying for, it. for it. It's funny you say that because this is the biggest deal when we go away on family holidays. We do every second year with my family, and the biggest deal is who can get there first to get the rooms. And oh, my yeah. dad organises it, so he will put in who gets rooms, so we think who's the favourite. And it's normally to do with who's got the youngest grandchild oh, yeah. gets like the biggest oh, yeah. best room. room. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, at least there's some logic to it. Yeah, yes. not just favourite. Yeah, but I, what do your other that- what, do, what do the other in-laws do? Where do they put you? Oh, they put me in a tent in the backyard. Uh, we, if there's like a joke. Really, <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. It's a twelve-bedroom house. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I was last time we went there, and I was like, "Oh, our son doesn't sleep in our room anymore. He doesn't want to." And he goes, "Oh, well then." The bedroom gets away from you, then you don't get the main one. I was like, no, oh. no, 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 no. He does. He does. <laughs> no, we do. Uh, the paper scissors rock. Ah, perfect. Yeah, yeah very much. Can't dispute it. No, it's oh. true. It's, it holds up in court. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right though about the TikTok thing. How have you guys found that? Because when you guys started, it wasn't a thing, and now that's where a majority. It's the only place my daughter. She's ten. It's the only place she finds new music. Right. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty. Um, yeah. It's. it's the, yeah, the bane of Yeah, it's, it's really difficult. Mm. But I mean, I've actually started an app. I don't, I, I don't like it so much, but yeah. I've started my own app to try and combat it. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh Forte so Music. Little on plug TikTok. here. No. <laughs> but so you have developed your own. Yeah, it's yeah. on the app store and everything. Wow, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's like a like a Tinder for music. So you get like a little snippet of a chorus, and uh, you know you get to hear what the music is. And it's mainly for independent artists yep. who don't have like the backing of a major label. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's just so hard to now focus. You've got so much time focused on music, but now you have to split it between music and content creation. Yeah. And I know Maddie's very good at it. He's yeah, he loves it. it. Maddie loves it, and he's very good at it. I well, think there's it, a difference. It, it so like, if you don't love it, it becomes a bit of a chore, and that's what you say. It's been your existence. I, I feel like I love Instagram. Yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's my place. But mm-hmm. and I love creating reels. But TikTok is just a whole different game. Yeah, and like I just can't. And now Spotify's it got its own thing. Spotify yeah. clips, yeah, you know, short videos on Spotify, Facebook Reels, yeah. and so they, and they've all got different formats. Can we and... just sing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does feel a bit like that. You have to be not only filming everything. Yeah. So I, I found when we were doing some writing sessions in, L, you know, we went to LA. It's all yeah. very exciting, but you're not focusing on writing. You're like, oh, yes. better film George yeah. doing this. Got to film. You know, it's a bit distracting. So mm. that does get a bit hard. But... Well, if our children are anything to go by, your next album should all be sped up. 
Yeah, for those of you that like the song but wish it was shit, I can't stand it. Yeah. You know? oh. <laughs> hey, uh, new single, Good Time, it's out now. That would mean there's plans for another big tour coming around? Yeah, well, obviously there's an album, a whole album in the works. Yeah. We're about, I want to say 85, 90% done with it. Right. Uh, yeah, fourth album. And uh, we've got the name, we've got the cover, it's, it's all very exciting, but awesome. it's going to be rolled out over the next couple of months. But yeah, first single, good time, out today. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Films classified G are for general exhibition that can be enjoyed by the whole family. When viewing films classified PG, parental guidance is recommended for persons under 15 years of age. Stav, you're the movie guy. Yeah, I'll say so I am. So I thought of you yesterday mm. because we do what you always do Friday night and you do a movie night at your house. Mm-hmm. Rory can pick some, you pick some, but you like to think it's an education for her. Yes, I'm uh, taking her through the world of sure. cinema every Friday night. Yeah, she loves it. No, but it is, it is hard when you love a movie and you want your kids to like it. And I'm so bad because I can watch a movie and I'll go... Oh, actually, I've seen this, but it's not until halfway through. So I forget everything, don't remember any of the lines in so it. So annoying, halfway through. So, oh, Bruce Willis is a ghost. I remember that. You're like, shut up. I've not seen that movie. Exactly. Uh, but we were like, oh, Dodgeball. That one was on, uh, I think it was on stand. So we're like, right. yeah, you, you should watch that. It's really funny. You guys will like it. And I was looking at the rating and it was M. And I was like, that's fine. They watch M because I'm a bad parent because normally they watch a lot of superhero ones. Mm. And a lot of the Marvel stuff are M rated. Mm. And I've decided that that's all right because it's not, I don't know, it's a little bit of... Cartoony violence. Yeah, I mean, Mm. it's violent and they're violent. I don't know which one came first, whether (laughs) it was them or the movies. Regardless, Mm. they normally watch it. But it's hard because some parents, um, when they had their kids over, they're like, oh, we don't let them watch Star Wars because Star Wars oh. is too graphic. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. no worries. Mm. That's nothing. So where's yeah. the line? <laughs> yeah, but when we were put on dodgeball and I was like, oh, that's kind of going to be inappropriate. And it's not inappropriate with violence. It's more like sexual that I wouldn't normally let the kids mm. watch. So I was like, do you guys really want to watch this? And they're like, no. Mm-hmm. So they turned it off and watched Shazam. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is also, I think, rated that, but wasn't as. That'd be more for the demons in it. Because it's all different things of how they um, how they classify. I I always remember. I used to like back in the day. I don't know when it changed, but back in the day, it would actually say what the rating was for. So yeah. it would say this movie is rated M for sex scenes, and now they just go this movie is rated M for violence, sex scenes, swear. It's, it's everything, and it may not have it in there, but it's just a blanket rule. That's why it's rated M. So PG's the lowest. No, G's, G's the lowest. lowest. Oh yeah, okay. You got the G general, the PG, yeah. the PG thirteen, the M, the M fifteen plus. And then you've got the R, and then the X, yeah. And it's uh, it's done by parents. The uh, review the board, rating. Okay. yeah, they're, they're parents because it's their four children. Jeez, uh, I'm glad I'm not on there. How would you go? <laughs> <laughs> that's PG. And, oh, that's not Abby. And so there's little things you can do. So most most times, if you if you want to get a, a PG rating, you're normally allowed. I believe you're allowed one F word. Um, see, I wouldn't think you'd be any. Why is it just one? Uh, if you're going to have one, why not have ten? No, see, then that pushes it over. That but why it. though? Like once you once you've opened because that... because if you, if they just do one and it's in like a, an hour and a half movie, that's. But then if you're doing ten, then it's all the time, all the way through. You know? Okay. So that's how they do. It. And that, you will notice that movies will use it specifically like this is our one. So let's give it some stank. So what about nudity then? Nudity is different. That would be a straightaway M. No okay. uh, question uh, asked. And little things, the, the little things that can you can do differently. So Tarantino and Kill Bill. Yes. Mm. Um, very vi- violent, bloody film. But the, it switches to black and white in one scene, which looks like it's for artistic reasons and whatnot, it's because the blood doesn't show up and you avoided getting an R rating. It went to an M rating because he shot it in black and white instead. My favourite ever story comes from Alfred Hitchcock, who sent off Psycho uh, to be uh, graded and get his um, classification back. Uh, And they um, said, you're going to get an R rating unless you make all these cuts. Cut, 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 cut. He kept the movie for about a week, sent it back untouched, and they went, perfect, you fixed it, well done. And he (laughs) (laughs) did the same movie. And it went along like that. So, yeah, because, I mean, if you look at like you got one swear word, right? Okay, but, um, so one swear word and it's PG. Yeah, yeah. Because Wolf of Wall Street is um, the movie with the most swear words in it. That's got seven hundred and fifteen swear words in it. So that's like the majority of the script is swearing. You know, so you wouldn't want your notice. kids to go. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't have noticed that that's a swearing one. I mean, a lot of drug references, so I would have presumed it would have a high rating. Coming in, yeah, well, that would have a high rating for all the drug use, definitely, and the nudity, because there is quite a bit of Margot Robbie in that film. Uh, Uncut Jams is the second one at 646 um, swear words in the movie, so... 
I've seen that one too. I didn't notice. <laughs> I wonder what your house would be rated. <laughs> I'm bad, aren't I? Imagine if they no, did that. No, I was going to give it up for Lent and then I forgot. I reckon yeah. they should do that though. This is Abby's house. It's M15 plus, but your kids can go oh, in there if they want. We have a lot of kids over with play dates on the weekend. Oh, it's Friday night. It's R. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I hurt myself today. Oh. <laughs> I've turned into a bit of a sook. What's happened? Well, I just, I'm going on and on about my shoulder surgery because I can't sleep. I'm thinking about it all the time. Mm. Um, just because I'm like, oh, I can't move it for, mm. you know, six or eight weeks. It's just going to be a long time. So I keep going around my house going, oh, doing that with one hand. Oh, I can't. Mm. You know, I was like, oh, I can't open mascara. Oh. I guess I can use my teeth. teeth yeah. yeah. But I'm yeah. up thinking about it. And because I was, we saw friends on Saturday night and we were like, oh, we've got to have you guys over. And I was like, oh, not for a while though, because I don't want you to come over. The house will be messy because I won't be able to clean it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Scotty's a better cleaner than I am. Yeah. But, you know, just thinking about that. And they're like, oh, what? I said, oh, I'm getting shoulder surgery. And they're like, oh, what'd you do? Because he's like, oh, I need shoulder surgery because I did this um, at, at rugby, yeah. you know, this big tackle. And I went, oh, I uh, put my arm out when I fell over. And he's like, how bad is it? I was like, oh, bursitis, get that cleaned up, get muscles reattached. Yeah. He's like, what? Just from that? I was like, yeah. Mm. Like, I feel like it should be more dramatic. But I was speaking to one girl who um, was at tennis and she said that she broke her leg in three different places yeah. because she stepped off a bicycle. What? Stepped off oh. a bicycle mm. and just about like 10 centimetres, she didn't realise there was the curve. Uh, so it went down a little bit further. Uh, broke a leg. But, I mean, that's in your wheelhouse to... Uh, people don't know that. So just make up a cool story, bro. You know. All right, bro. Yeah. What do you suggest I do? Oh, I mugged. You were mugged. No, you stopped a mugging. Uh, you know and I would have the... talked about that years ago, bragging. <laughs> and I still would be talking about that. <laughs> that's true. I can't keep anything in. But 131060, what is the... The smallest accident, but the biggest injury. Mm, my friend did. He um, he dropped a bottle of wine. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like you sort of instantly, you don't think about it. You just try to catch it before it falls. And he caught it the moment it hit the ground and it shattered. And uh, he uh, cut all his tendons in his hand, lost oh. them, feeling to three of his fingers. Mm. Can you still feel it? No. No, no. he's completely lost feeling in three fingers. Yeah. What about... What about hockey girl? Not me. I've I've had a shattered cheekbone from a ball to the face. Mm. Um, Are you still playing? Yeah. Yeah. We start in two weeks. But uh, I did have a broken nose when a light fitting fell on it. Ah. I was trying to kill a fly with a hockey stick. (laughs) And instead of hitting the fly, (laughs) I hit a light fitting. It (laughs) fell on my nose and broke it. Right. Well, I think doctors say the majority oh, of broken ankles are just mishaps like that, just like stepping mm. funny, stepping wrong, and then... Arr. Yeah, it just feels like to have, to require surgery for something, it feels like it needs to have some sort should of... should have been bigger. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like it was only a little step. Mm. I remember. I was talking to you at the and time. You were, so... I was talking to Stav and mm. I opened the door to the studio mm. and I walked like backwards mm. and didn't realise that someone had put boxes right out in front of the studio. Who, who had? The work health and safety monitor. <laughs> he no longer works here. But I was like, why does he not want to fill out the paperwork? Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. And he was like, well, how'd you fall? I'm like, well, why'd you put the boxes there? And I didn't realise that he was the person that was in charge of it. So he had to be in charge of his own case. <laughs> yep. Katie and Oxley, you've got those tickets. Well done. Hi, how are you? Good. Now, what's your uh, biggest injury, smallest incident? Uh, so I was putting a fitted sheet on the top bunk of my son's bed mm-hmm. and I went to do the furthest corner and my fingers got stuck as I pulled back and I actually dislocated my shoulder. Oh, <laughs> Katie. Right and out. you had to say, what are they like? What did you do? You girls making a bed? Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> it was very scratch? embarrassing at the hospital. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they believed me in the lineup at first. They're like, what are you here for? And I'm like, oh, I was putting a fitted sheet on a bed and something's really wrong. I can't move my arm. <laughs> to be fair, the last corner is the hardest. <laughs> Stab laughs out. you got to hop I, on the bed. I can't not think of you every time I do it now. Yeah. You've got to hop on the bed, Ellie, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got to jump and you pull, like, so you're sitting on the bed, crouched on it, and then you, like, jump, jump and you pull it over. I've got to make the bed when I get home. That's all I'm going to be thinking about. I tell you what, it stays with you, that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. you tried it? Yeah, that's how I do it now, and I laugh. <laughs> <Good>. uh, <laughs> Nick and Narangba, <laughs> what's your injury? 
So I was getting up for work uh, one morning and um, I got up out of bed pretty quick and did a bit stretch and fainted and fell into the corner of the wall and broke my leg and ripped all the ligaments off my ankle. Oh, oh Nick. Yeah, I needed surgery and it wasn't uh, wasn't really a good story to tell the boss. No. Now, did you come up with a better story? You just went with, no, I just yawned and fainted. <laughs> no, that was that was it. That was all it was. It was 11 weeks off work. Wow. Wow. 11 weeks off work. Wow. Yeah, it was a struggle. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, for stretching, you get to go to the Dolphins game, so yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well you can hobble along Beauty. to that. <laughs> All right, Ariana in Caboolture, what did you do to yourself? <laughs> I was at um, the pool and I just had a boob tube swim top on. Mm-hmm. I was at, on like the inflatable course. I was running, I jumped through the hoop, I was holding my top, I fell down, like I just fell down because it was slippery. My son jumped on me, I noticed <laughs> that my top fell down. I was like holding my boobs at the same time. I'm like, do I get up or what do I do? And then I just got up and I'm like, fuck, my finger hurts so bad. And it was black. So I went to the doctor. It was black. It was black, yeah, like blue. And the doctor's like, oh, it's fine. You're still moving it. And then three months later, I was trying to plait my father-in-law's hair. I'm like, my finger is still really sore. I've got it checked out. They said it was nothing. Mm. It turns out it was like fractures. My left Mm. middle finger. That was wow. that was quite the roller coaster. Did you say you were plaiting Plattin. your father-in-law's hair? I was plaiting my father-in-law's hair, and I felt my finger really sore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, I got it checked out, and they said it was nothing. But surely this is not nothing. Okay. Do you not do that? Yeah. No. <laughs> we do, he's bald, so it would take a bit of an effort. I think he would think I'd be taking the Mickey. Hey, you've got tickets. <laughs> you got tickets. Oh versus Broncos game. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank your father-in-law with his sweet, sweet head of hair. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! Oh, this is exciting. I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here is going to premiere Sunday the 2nd of April. So they're not in South Africa yet, but they will be. It's going to be 7.30 on 10 and 10 play. Dr. Chris Brown and Julia Morris. Hello, guys. How are you, baby girl? (laughs) I'm good. See, I love trying to guess who's going to go in. I'm not even going to ask you about this this time because I know you guys are always tight-lipped. But I'm actually looking forward to seeing this because I don't know if there's going to be tears and excitement from you, I guess, because this is your last show together. Well, who knows if it's our last show together, but it's certainly our last uh, season of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, in its current form. Yeah, yeah no, I shouldn't say that. I know that you're going to follow <laughs> Dr. Chris Brown everywhere. Wherever he goes, whether he yeah, likes yeah. it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah yes. The, the rule is 200 metres. Um, she has to stay But in South Africa, the rules don't apply. So that's how it's, we've always found a way to make the relationship work. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you take different Absolutely. planes, do you? I just I, I dress as a honey badger and in I come <laughs> and um, yeah I don't take no for an answer. Well, I, I guess the um, the other thing is though, Doctor Chris, if you're not hosting it anymore, it opens the door for you to actually be a contestant on there in the next season. Oh, oh that's is that the twist, babe? Is it the twist? There's always a twist. I like it. Yeah, would you be kind to me though? Baby, I would always be kind to you. <laughs> and has he has he done that thing, Julia, now that he has like the end is inside, has he let his foot off the gas? Is he not even trying? Is he just uh filling the, the yeah, time until he's done? All this patience and sweet friendship uh, all of a sudden is about to go up in flames because he doesn't have to be nice to me anymore. So I'm mm. checking I'm check emotionally checking out as we as we speak. I was in my marriage. Talk <laughs> 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 to Chris Brown. Um, you were yesterday. You were in uh, Stella magazine. You were talking about like the perfume and how profound effect it can have on people around yeah. you, and all this. Do you do you actually know what Julia Morris wears? What perfume? I don't, but it is that that thing where you I can walk past someone who who wears the same perfume as Julia, and I'm immediately yeah. by her side. It's a little known French uh, perfume called Anal Passage. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Mm. That, that one written out um, on, on a piece of paper is an interesting one. The passage, um, it's, it's certainly got a few notes that, that you know we can't even speak of. That's what I'm talking about. The potent, it's, it's one. It's one that actually burns your nostrils um, yeah. on the way on the way in and the way out. Yeah, on a lot of levels. Now, this is season nine. I was reading that um, Dancing with the Stars actually had some problems even just trying to find some celebrities to be in their next season. Mm. They're, they're, how's it going for I'm a Celeb? Are you, are you at the bottom of the barrel yet? Or you still got plenty of people? Are you ready to, to ask, Steph? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? It's interesting about reality television it, is that 
you don't need the biggest stars in the world on this show mm. because they don't give us anything. Mm. So what we want is a series of different people. So, like, for example, um, somebody who's super famous on the internet, my generation isn't going to know. Mm. So what we do is we get to know them while they're in the jungle, and that's why this format's so unreal. Because it's actually somebody for everyone to tune in and love. And then we get to know them through their jungle experience. And that's the bit that I like. I'm mm. like, oh, are you that person? Oh, now I hate you. <laughs> or the opposite way. I've had people on there that I, I thought, oh, I don't like this person. Yeah. And by the end of it, like, they are actually really nice. And I've seen a different yeah. side yeah. of them. Yeah. That, 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 that was you, actually, Chris. <laughs> yeah, thank you, mate. I'm a, sl- I'm a slow burn. I'm a slow burn. Just, just give, me, give, me one, give me one more year and I reckon I can get you. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, you've been brilliant on Taskmaster. I know a different show, but Stav keeps talking about it all the time. Of going, oh look, last it's night. It's the way you last, think. It's, the... it's hilarious. Yeah. Have you loved it? We, oh my god, we had such a ball. I, I, I had a lot of fun because it just, um, yes, it reignited my brain in a completely different way. Because mm. Chris and I are, it is literally like a part of deux between the two of us when we are in Africa. In that, there's a lovely ebb and flow between our humour, but. When you're out there on your own, uh, like Taskmaster, and you're trying to complete a task, and you're trying to be funny, mm. my goodness, let me tell you, I have my work cut out for me. That is like the best insight into what it is like to be around Julia, is Taskmaster. <laughs> where you just look, you're just left there, like, draw on the floor, just going, what? Where is this going? What? And then and then you see where it eventually ends up. And and it's like, brilliant. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. 75 years in the business, you see. <laughs> or don't miss Dr. Chris Brown and Julie Morris hosting I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. Premiere is Sunday, the 2nd of April, 7.30 on 10. 10 play. All the best for it, guys. Thank I you love so you guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, this is a big one. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Brisbane. Because Brisbane has just made the list of the world's greatest places of 2023. Oh. Which is very exciting to be added to that. I think we're the only Australian. Uh, correct, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So one of the Australian uh, cities to make it. Oh, who's this by? Who's done this? Time magazine. Oh, well, that's reputable. That's okay. Yeah. What were you going to... One magazine you're not happy with? Well, if it was like the National you'll, Enquirer. You'll sound like Ellie over there. Ellie's like, oh, I love Brisbane, but uh-huh. it's up there with Barcelona. Yes. Well, if you go through and read this list, it's like Budapest, Barcelona, yeah. you know, London, New York, these beautiful places, and then I do love Brisbane. Yes. But. but. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I think it should. I really do. I think it's one of the most pretty cities. Mm. I think, you know, you go around Sydney and I always go, mm, you can't really walk around the river the same way. No. Well, Sydney Harbour, I guess. Mm. And you can here, which we do mm-hmm. most um, weeks. Most Fridays. We've got the sunshine and that's mm. probably the reasons why they made it. Yeah. Of course it is brown. But here's the thing though, and I go, oh, okay. Like Shrin is so excited about it. The mm. mayor of course Brisbane, rightly so. Of course he would be, be chuffed. So, but he has been All a bit disappointed that he <laughs> didn't private. I didn't say that. There's a lot of <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you've got to be patriotic about this. Oh, look, I love Brisbane. He has said, though, that he's a little bit disappointed. Mm. And I do, I understand what you're saying, right? Because mm. there is really beautiful photos. The photos are epic of all the other cities. And yeah. then we've got this one at Brisbane. Oh. And it's a bit, it's of the river, mm. but it's just a it little bit. It doesn't even have this missing buildings. Well, that's because it's five years old. Oh. They wanted so to say younger and hotter, did they? <laughs> <laughs> Don't use that photo. They've gone downhill. Here's an here's a earlier one. <laughs> well, he said that he's given them an updated photo. Right. Yeah. I thought I did see a little bit of this. I think Kangaroo Island made it as well. That's one of, down your neck of the woods, isn't it? Really? Mm. Yes. See? Look at you. Really did it? <laughs> Should I go to Barcelona or should I go to Kangaroo Island? Well, they're saying that this is boost tourism. Mm. So maybe that's a good thing that we go, yeah. And mm. the other thing Don't was around, we've got sport and sun. Sport yeah, and sun. That's the big draw card. Mm. Yeah, well, we're hosting and, uh, the Olympics yeah. in 2023. And we'll a, have to a, update our photos by then. A burgeoning uh, a restaurant scene of uh, cuisine, apparently, as well. Have they we? even mentioned a restaurant in there. I thought that's, that's going to do well We've got a lot of restaurants well that are shutting down. I think it's because the new Queen Street wolves mm. are coming. Mm-hmm. Are they? I did a doc on it years ago, mm-hmm. and every time I tell him like what it's going to be in there, and I never forget, I was like, we're not going to be working here because it's like not opening at the end of 2023 and 2024, and there's no way we're going to be here. And look, look at now. Steph. <laughs>
still here. Didn't update our photos. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's a big day for one member of our family on the weekend. Uh, the whole day was devoted to them. It was Your their special born? day. Well, yes, my, our, our adopted Your youngest child. child. <laughs> mm. Our fur baby, mm-hmm. Angus. There was a uh, dog festival on at Victoria Park uh, Golf Course on um, Sunday, and uh, we took the little papa down there. It was warm. It was really hot yesterday. It was so warm. So muggy. I think it's just because we've had so many consecutive days of it as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like, rain. So they did. They, it was all set up quite well. They had a lot of those, um, you know, those blue shells. Uh, yes. They, yep. The water so shells. Remember, yep. Yeah. So they had a few of those. There was one dog that absolutely, he was in there blowing bubbles. I've never seen a dog blow bubbles Oh, before. that's yeah. fun. I've yeah. I've never knew that they could do that. My I mean, parents' Dalmatians. They put their snout under the water and that's cool. Very cute. I love the dogs where you're like, oh my God, they're so cute. They're so fluffy. And then they go in the water and you're like, whoa, who are you? Yeah. They come out of the water, just that drowned rat. Mm, yeah. Like cats. Mm. Mm. And that way he met a lot of people, made a lot of friends, uh, sniffed a lot <laughs> of butts. There so was no one's off lead, are they? No, they weren't. Everyone was on lead. Uh, there was some um, training exercises there as well. There was a dog obstacle course. He had the time of his little life. Uh, and, of course, there were the stalls. and uh, Dog cupcakes. Dog cupcakes. God, they look good. You look at them and you think, I can eat them. Don't. I did that once. Don't. They, well, we went, when we were in New York, there was a, a shop that you, you, for both, so you could get your doggy cupcake and you could eat they it too. They wouldn't have been that yeah. sweet, though, for... Mm. I've eaten the dog tockets before. But they don't taste that good. No, they're not. That's it's, what I meant. <laughs> it's revolting. But you, yeah. but you don't get worms. You you know, so. oh, I'm not scratching my butt, so mm-hmm. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> it, was a, it, was <laughs> it was a very hot day. I'm just going to say that. Before I continue on with the rest of, Ellie, he gets really embarrassed that they like spoil their dog, and he tries to pretend that it's like it's a dog. I'm not. It's not I don't do it. Stav, it's my wife. Yes. This is a safe space because yeah. I'm a crazy dog lady too. You say that, but mm-hmm. bugger luck though. No, I am. I am. It's just more when someone puts his foot down. It's just so cute. And he's like, I'm putting my foot down. We're not getting a dog. We're not getting mm-hmm. a dog. And then he gets a dog. And then he's like, I'm the Alpha Mayo, and that's why we laugh because I'm the Alpha Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Alpha Romeo. <laughs> Sorry. Who made you judge Judy and executioner? But I think I think it's Cat. I think Gus thinks the boss is Cat. No, he does not. How do you know? Because of how dogs work. Because Cat does things with him that the Alpha shouldn't and wouldn't do. Like get down on his level and pat him and let him on her side of the couch and whatnot. I'm like, get away from me. Okay. Because I'm the boss. All right, and he knows you're the boss. No worries. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it again because we got a little bit off topic. It was a very hot day. And he was walking around quite hot. Everyone, all the dogs were hot. They were panting, panting very harshly. So you bought him an ice cream. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, they did have the doggy ice creams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. the B105 Black Thunders are out uh, at the moment. Mm. They give away dog yeah. ice cream. Right. Dog That's not too bad. I thought you were going to get booties. No. You know how there was all the things that they can't walk in? No, he's already hot. got them. No. <laughs> Cat bought him a tie, which is an issue. Uh, but he did look pretty smart. Did you put um, your foot down with but, that? <laughs> no, I do. I've given up on that one. Uh, but we got—they had. They had I've never seen doggy ice cream, so they had like um, strawberry and mm. whatnot. But we got him peanut butter and bacon. Did you try it? No, no, I don't like peanut butter. That was the only reason. To be fair, <laughs> I, Someone... I would have. Um, but if you've never seen—if you've never seen it's a cute, it is very cute. But you know what's even funnier? Have you ever seen a dog with a brain freeze? No, <laughs> 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 I get it. <laughs> it's all right, buddy. It'll pass. It'll pass. And you're trying to, because you go back to thinking that they're human. Put your tongue to the roof. Of, he's not going to understand that. Put your tongue to the roof of your mouth. It'll stop. It'll stop it. And then he was like, because he, he hadn't finished the ice cream, and he's, he's sort of looking at it going, oh, I don't, know, I don't know if I want to go back in there. That that was that was freaky. But he did. Oh, he finished it down. Yeah. He walked it down. He walked That's it actually down. really cute. Hmm. Oh, so you approve? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I disapprove. I just mm. like mocking you. It was a bit. The other strange thing there was the, too, though. It was doggy ice cream. Mm. So he got one. There wasn't any human ice cream there. So Rory was just like, yeah, there you go, Gus. You have your ice cream. Ah, uh, see, so you have uh, a favourite child. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Andrew Winter. Will she sell? Only time will tell. Selling Houses Australia. Yes, Selling Houses Australia. Uh, 8.30. It is back on March 22. Foxtel, great show. And one of the stars, Andrew Winter, is on Good Morning. Sorry, one of the stars? The star, oh, sorry, Winty. The star. We, we didn't learn from last time. Well, we a- Andrew, I know <laughs> Dennis B-star. Scott lives here in Brisbane, and yes. I know he listens to the show. So, <laughs> My new gardening colleague, David, he's lovely. 
Yeah. And then, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to talk about property because I feel like uh, we don't talk about it enough here in Australia. No. You know, no one knows about, you know, property, property prices, rental prices, interest rates. So it's good for no us to address it. No one's got a clue, aren't they, anymore? No. no. You actually posted a photo uh, recently talking about, you know, the amount of people that were going to an open home and what was the solution. What sort of, you asked that question, what sort of feedback did you get from people? It, it was very interesting. Actually, it was, in, in all fairness, it wasn't um, sales, it was a rental. rental. Yeah. The, the, the queue of, uh, which is just hideous. I mean, can you imagine you desperately need a rental and you join, I mean, you join a queue of two or three and you're eyeing them up. Yeah. I mean, 10 or 20, you, you join the queue and go, is it really worth it? Yeah. It must be so soul-destroying and there's no real hard and fast answer to it I mean that if you really want me to get all political about shortage of housing then that gets boring but (laughs) the reality of it is we just every time they say they being obviously the government and Mm -hmm. powers that be the simple thing is we just build more houses they don't build the right type of houses they build luxury high-rise or four-bedroom family homes which a lot of owner occupiers at the beginning of their property life um, or wanting to rent or buy can't afford. They need to step down, and we don't. It, it's it's not so much sort of houses. What we're building or what we're creating isn't right. Mm. But I guess the reason they don't get approved is because no property developer want to do those because they haven't got as much money well, in actually, it. In all fairness, it's not. I'm going to get political now. It's okay. not. It's the dozy government and council. Mm. It's they're the ones that are screwing it all up because if they tell you you've got to have a you know minimum three or four hundred square meter lot size, then that comes with a certain price tag. You have to build a certain right, type of, okay. of house. Yeah. I know people say they hate tiny lots and all the rest of it, but you know terraces in Sydney are some of the most expensive real estate that going. Really? It's just good design uh, with creativity and things like that, and you've got a solution. Um, you so you were a real estate agent for for many years as well before you. You became uh, became a television star, um, mega star here in Australia. <laughs> here in Australia, and I don't know whether it was the same back uh, in the UK when you were there. But real estate agents always have like really nice cars. Does every real estate agent who you've ever met always have a really expensive car? Because the thought process is, well, if I have a nice car, I've obviously sold lots of houses. I will tell you a little story about the world. There kind of is that answer, yes. Mm. You've got to be very careful, as all real estate agents or good ones will know out there. If your car's too flash and you're selling or dealing with cars in a certain marketplace, it'll just alienate you. Yeah, yeah. I remember meeting a very successful real estate agent about 10 years ago in Sydney's Outer West. It was a sort of um, we were working class area, lots of good value homes. We met him for an interview, and he was driving an extremely expensive and very flash car. Um, when he turned up to the actual property, and we were doing the thing, he turned up in a ten-year-old Holden Commodore. Ah. Clever. <laughs> oh, so he had a car that suited the client. He he knew how to play the game, and I would say that's how that's how you do it. And when I was working at a car dealership, none of the real estate owned their cars; they were all lease cars. Yeah, right. oh, of course, they're all leased. Yeah. And, and, and listen, I've had lots of flash cars when I was a real estate. I could afford none of them. Yeah. They were yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get you the girls, though, Andrew? Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, it was great because they'd look and go, he must be so successful with a car like that. And then you realize, you're not really. It's just all on lease. I haven't sold a house for months. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that, that actually really makes sense. Yeah, because mm. the other thing, if you turned up, say, in a, in a Lambo to a seller house that was worth $300,000, the first yeah. thing I would think, if I was the, the owner, is I'd be like, that guy obviously charges a lot, a lot of commission. commission yeah. Yeah. So, it's, 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 a, it's a funny look, whereas if you're dealing in the very upper end of the market, if you haven't got a car that makes you look successful, those successful people are going to think, oh, not very successful, are they? Yeah. Oh, isn't it terrible that we judge people on their, their vehicles? But um, here we are. Yeah, here we are, and obviously I drive a 15-year-old Holden Commodore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When you were selling houses, did you have to do a lot of, like, did a friend of mine is a real estate agent, he said that a lot, often he'll have his own vacuum that he'll take in and he'll have to change it because they just don't realise how to leave it presented well, or he's so embarrassed by the stuff that they leave out that he has to hide the furniture and all the vases and then bring it back when the owner comes back after the inspection. Uh, 
only the good ones. Mm. Right. But that, that's actually that's um, sort of exaggerating a skill that most good agents have, and that's an eye for detail. Yeah. A good real estate agent, look, you know, sometimes sometimes properties are rented out, and I'm not going to knock tenants here because tenant really doesn't care about somebody coming to look for sale. Why should yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're in a rush in the morning, haven't made the bed, and, and you know, straightened up this and straightened up that. Then really cares. So um, for, for a real estate agent with permission, of course, uh, to do that is is just good practice, really. Um, I mean, let's be honest. There's not many, and I'm going to be very uh, open here. There's not many jobs that have had sort of like a 40 to 50 percent wage rise in the last three years. Mm. We know inflation's high, but if you think they used to sell a $500,000 home and get one and a half to two percent commission now they sell that same home for a million their salary is doubled mm. yeah true yeah so i think the least they can do is come in and fuss a few questions i know the uh the when we went to look at our house when we got there in our house there was a whole room we weren't allowed into because the husband had had a bender and was in the dog house and was oh, <laughs> sleeping really? in the room. you can't go in there he's a shambles uh, i told you know him <laughs> but we want one. a quick sale yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the one with the termites <laughs> yes, oh, of course. Yes, yeah. I don't know. That. though. He's still there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good on you, mate. Nice to talk this morning. Looking forward to the show. Thank you very much. Please watch. I need to keep um, my income maintained to keep my car on and my car needs service. <laughs> yes. yeah, right there, right there. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The Broncos are through. Penrith are out. The Cowboys have won. Yeah, big weekend of footy. Um, <clears throat> we're across it. Mm. Ellie and I are. Mm. Are you? You watch any games? The teams won. <laughs> they did good. They did. Good. Well, the Broncos have won every game, and the Dolphins have. Correct. I've got to be honest. I was surprised. I didn't know just going in as a new team. I think there's a lot of different nerves. There's a lot of mm. like getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. So according to the official ladder, yes. yeah. Dolphins are number one. Yep. No wait, Broncos are number, number one. one. Mm. Uh, Dolphins number two. Good. Three from three, so well, it's got, huge. you got to think, though, too. I mean, the yeah. Broncos haven't lost a game this season. The Dolphins have never lost a game. Ah. Ever. That is epic. It is, isn't it? Hey, are you doing footy tipping? For, no, I missed out on the thing, but I have previously won. I'm quite good at it. So okay. this year I'm like, mm. oh, I'm just going to step aside, guys. <laughs> so I'm pretty hopeless at the NRL, so I've decided to do the AFL. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. I know my footy. I am so bad. I'm right down the bottom of the ladder. I don't know what I went wrong with. Going and with just, your instincts. I think so. you just got to guess. <laughs> mm. And then Haley out there that doesn't follow at all is doing better. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm like not an AFL fan or anything like that, but I somehow tipped really well. I go. have to say though, Steph Clarkson, who works mm. here, mm. Alice Clarkson's um, daughter, mm. who's like footy royalty. Yeah. One of the best coaches. Mm. Um, how are you going? I am letting the Clarkson name down immensely. <laughs> <laughs> I am like 30th towards the bottom. I don't right. know what you call that. Like I'm like 165th out of 190 people. Wow. And I'm mortified. <laughs> you just don't, you just don't uh, know footy, babe. I know. I'm like, what's going on? Brisbane let me down hardcore, yes. though. Yeah. I, don't, I wasn't even going to um, mention it. Do you want, do you want me to? The I'll do you around this, this week. Ready. Love that you can pick my tips. Okay, we'll do. I can't get worse yeah. than I already was. That's no, what I, I was thinking. Think. See, this is the thing. That's I don't know thinking. if we can climb back. Mm. Oh, we're screwed. We're done in round yeah. one. We're one and done. Yeah, and there's no joke around. I don't think, like with that low down. That yeah, you can do mine too. What do you win? A thousand dollars. Jeez, that's good. That is Isn't cool. it good? You, oh, you're not doing it. No, one. I'm more than happy to join in if I'm going to win a thousand dollars. You get a hundred dollars for coming last as well, but that's harder than what you oh, think. Oh, that's a nice wooden spoon, yeah. Pat. So but that's I, the other thing you've got to consider yeah. too, because obviously, uh, and it's, we're making it rain this uh, this Monday. Everyone mm. gets on air, wins tickets to the next game. Someone's run has to be over come the weekend, either mm. the Dolphins or the Broncos. Now, you've lived in prison. like You have to be Broncos, but you're going for Dolphins? Yeah, yeah. They're new. Shiny. I like them. They won me 350 bucks. What's not to like? They're all nice kids. I met them. <laughs> Name, <laughs> Name a player. Kafusi. Oh, that's only because I told you. No, it's not. No, it's not. We out. go way back. We go way back. Don't sure. give him names so that he can talk about I'm Woody so- with I'm, the boys. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm with sorry. I went to the launch of the Dolphins. Did you? No, my no. son was sick. Mm, he was see? sick, mate. So I'm ahead of you there. I didn't say I'm supporting the Dolphins. <laughs> well, it seems lots of people are yeah. jumping on the bandwagon, not just you, Stabby. We've got David from Belmont. Who did you used to support, Dave? Uh, I used to be a big Canberra Raiders supporter from Canberra originally. Sorry but, to hear uh, that. Jumping on the, uh, 
Dolphins bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the whole thing. You need a good local team, I always say, even if you're from somewhere else. That's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you have a family you pass. You fly down to Canberra to get, uh, get to the game. <laughs> that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. No, family pass to go along on Friday and support them. Oh, I'd love to. Yep, well, you've got him. Well oh, done. Yes, David, congratulations. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Maybe no Monday. Yes. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Make it rain. Monday. Make it rain Monday. Make it rain. Make it rain. Make it rain. Make it rain. Yeah. Oh, we love doing a make it rain. Mm-hmm. That we- uh, weather report was wrong there, Al. Oh, it's raining. Exactly. In the form of Dolphins Broncos tickets, the Battle <laughs> of Brisbane. <laughs> Not with it. I was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> well, it could be. Yeah. Um, Friday night at Suncorp. It is sold out. Yep. You can yeah. find out more details about the Dolphins. Amazing club. Dolphinsnrl.com.au. But, yeah, get on the air this morning. You will be going along with family passes. All right. Tegan and Flinders View, are you a Dolphins or Broncos supporter? Definitely a Dolphins supporter. All right. Well, you are going to be there to cheer them on as they go up against the Broncos <laughs> for the first set. So, yeah. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> You're very welcome. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, this is going to be an epic yeah. game. It's going to be huge. It's going to be such a good vibe. Yeah. And especially because... Yeah, both playing well. The, yeah, yeah. Mm. both top of the table, so... Sing it, sister. Yeah. So Sorry, Steph, what was your thoughts on the sports? Yeah. Oh, thanks, ladies. I <laughs> thought <laughs> <laughs> you'd be aligned really quickly. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great game. Uh, Are you going to watch? Yeah, I am actually. Yeah, it's history in the making. I was at the Broncos' first game at Lang Park, so. Oh, yeah, you're back with the boys now. Mm. Yeah. TJ in Park Ridge. Morning, TJ. Morning, mate. How are you? Oh, we are good, but you're even better because you're going to the game. Beautiful. Can't wait. Who are you spotting? Broncos? Broncos. Yeah. All the way. All the way. Mm-hmm. You nervous for him? No, I'm not, I don't. Oh. I want to see. I don't know. I think today I'm going to go and watch the uh, the doco. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the dolphins. I've, I like Wayne Bennett. There is something about Wayne. There yeah. is the Wayne effect. Is where... it because he just doesn't like to talk that we want to talk to him more? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to be in there like half time just for those inspirational chats. I reckon it would be like three words. And that's all he did say, so and they would go Four yeah. more points. Oh, my God, Wayne said it. We'd better go out and do it. How'd you know? (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. And now it's time to play maths or murder. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a fun game because when you're watching maths, you might just get caught up in the drama. Married at first sight. It's still a sensation in the ratings on TV. Uh, But you might get carried away in the storyline and not actually listen to the music. But Ash, our producer, was like, no, no, no. I only listen to the music. Mm. And it's too hectic for you. It's so hectic. It's like a horror movie. So Mm. this is why we play Maths or Murder. You have to guess whether the music comes from an episode of Maths or if it comes from a horror movie. (laughs) Um, So have a listen to this. That's on there. That has to be maths. You reckon? Yeah, someone's going to go and confront someone. Oh. Which is all they do the whole time because mm. the producers have gone, go and confront him. <laughs> You're so cynical. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, it's a little bit different to what we normally hear because maths is normally just the, the one slow violin. That was that was all over the shop. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with you though. I think it is maths. I'm going to say they've, they've, mm. they've changed it up a bit. What do you yeah. want, Ellie? I'm going with maths as well. I feel like that's a dinner party song. Someone throws wine. Right. Mm. You're very close, um, Ellie, but it's actually a confrontation scene. So, yes, maths. Mm. Yep. You're right, Abby. And it's when um, Bronte found out that Harrison was seeing another girl. So Don't um, ask him about it. <laughs> We've flogged that horse. Come on now. Remember I asked him about it? I hadn't seen it. It was my fault. But, yeah, he wasn't happy. He and was you sound happy. like you're, you're – come on, mate. Come up with a sledge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go number two. Okay. <laughs> Murder. Oh. oh, you reckon murder? I reckon murder. Guess what movie then? Uh, Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with maths. I reckon 
I mean, it's another comfort. What sure. do you want to guess? What's happening as well? Um, well I'm out, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it to do with the uh, the phone scandal where it was like the butt dial scandal? No, oh. no, no. Uh. Okay, it's math. Sorry, Stan. No, that's okay. Mm. Um, and it was when Martha mm. threw wine on Cyril oh, back in 2019. Oh. Um, so Martha was wearing this white dress. Mm. Yes. Um, and then she threw wine on Cyril, and then Cyril threw it back onto her. Yeah, you're mm. fully hectic. Yeah. So this is when they sat down and sort of hushed it out. That's, That's that what she said. She said, um, uh, if only they could do plastic surgery on your personality. <laughs> 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 it was close to a murder, that one. That one yeah. got pretty epic. She's a little baby now, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. she does. Mm. With the guy from uh, Love Island. Oh, no, both of them do. No, I'm talking about Martha's just had a little oh, um, yes. baby with the guy that she was paired up with. Maybe. So they didn't fight yeah. enough for me to remember their name. Michael. Maybe that's why she Michael. threw her wine. She's like, I can't have this. <laughs> All right, um, another one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> I tell you what, Jeremy. That's got to be that's, horror. That's definitely a horror. horror I'm going to go Scream 4. Oh, you're even going to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will go uh, horror movie, but did I'm going to say that is uh, I Know What You Did it? Last Summer. Uh, don't oh. you watch horror movies? I do, but I wasn't expecting that. Um, what happens in horror? It is horror, mm-hmm. and it's Final Destination 5. Ah, oh. great movie. So you were right with the sequels, just yeah. the wrong movie. Wrong movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's maths. That's too much. I think it is maths. You reckon you go math? We're going to go maths. Maths on that one. Ellie, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going maths too. I feel like John Aitken have been giving a lecture. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, spot on. So that was last night on maths ahead of the commitment ceremony. Yeah, someone stabbed someone. Yep, so just before the the final, final commitment ceremony of this season. Wow. So everyone's making their decisions, whether they go or stay Mm. um, and do the family visit thing next week. So Harrison's going to go and visit Bronte's family? Yeah, they both decided to stay, which is big twist because you think they hate each other. No, they need more they Instagram do. followers. They really do. Yes. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. All right, we're halfway through the podcast and we did say we'll give you some answers for your Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Your letter is F and some of your answers are Frog, Fever and Ferris Wheel. Done. Thank That's you. That's the podcast. See you yeah. guys. Bye. Bye. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. Your day was made better by Stav, Abby and Matt. Now search dog parks to find out how Brisbane City Council is making Brisbane better too.